Well, happy Friday, everyone. It's time for another Marketing Agility podcast. Roland, the fall is here. It has arrived. Our summer vacation is now over, I guess. Well, I got one nice week of vacation in Jackson, Wyoming before it happened, so... I'm in my happy place, but uh, <laughs> but uh, looking forward to a good conversation today. Well, it is. You know, it is event season. I spent probably six months of my life planning an event in New York, which we completed two weeks ago. It was successful. I know the good feeling when it's in the rearview mirror and now picking up yes. the pieces and living Not the dream. Not the most agile process. No, it say. is certainly waterfall land, and we're still kind of in the can't say it's a post sprint because it's really just trying to manage the spreadsheet but it's good to get everything done and behind you so we can get on to the next batch i guess it's now starting to build some new user stories and look re- revisit our personas and rebuild our content strategy it's funny how those things go you spend we had one event that we were so focused on for so long and i just had that conversation with my boss yesterday about being in a bit of a funk because we had such a singular focus for so long and now now we're back to life as usual yeah, well, we've talked about how to balance your agile practice with waterfall practice, and it it just you're making me realize. I think that the fact is it's episodic. It's not like it's a forty sixty percent split all the time, right? Sometimes oh, yeah. waterfall just takes over. Yeah, I definitely did for us on the event. We got to that. You think about that last four weeks. I guess you could argue it's one big sprint, but we had the massive spreadsheet and that massive event spreadsheet drove everything. And it, the, the folks that I work with were traditional event planners. They were quite good, but they were very much in terms of see ball, hit ball. <laughs> and that's yep. and that's good, actually, I think, because it was for them, the parts that the event, there was a lot of uncertainty with the event, but the stuff that they were managing was pretty certain. They knew they needed things by date X and there was no debate yep. about what it was other than at the end when we were trying to cut budget and we were deciding what not to do but for the most part it was it sure. was an adventure in waterfall land so it's nice to be back we've got it's funny how we are winding things down our next sprint planning meeting on Tuesday and onward be March well today's guest is someone who I through the Boston Agile Marketing Meetup was had met. I was had put a panel together. Oh boy, I think it was a little more than a year ago, and he was supposed to be one of the guests. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to make it. He sent a, one of his colleagues to come and talk, who was a product manager and did quite a good job as well. But, anyways, uh, his name is Pete Eggleston. He was most recently left Aptus Health. Uh, healthcare engagement company. I'll probably let him do the better description of it, but he's blogged a little bit. He's podcasted a little bit. He's done some uh, presentations at the meetups, and I think he has a pretty pretty good story about Agile. So let's do this. Let me ring up Pete. Hey, Peter. Are you there? Yes. Good morning. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Can you tell your story about uh, using Agile in your career? How are you going to introduce to it? And what your experiences have been? Sure. So I think that I first got, uh, if my memory serves me correctly, I first got introduced to Agile when I was working for a startup in the early 2000s. So we were uh, at the time creating a new mobile application, uh, hired a, a team to come in. And one of the team members who was leading it, uh, the head architect, was familiar with uh, Agile methodologies and uh, implemented it uh, in our organization. So um, I think we used an implementation of Agile called Scrum. And uh, so basically, I served as the product owner, uh, created the user stories, as well as populating and prioritizing uh, the feature backlog. And then from there, just sort of uh, started to uh, use it going forward in my career. So were you in the product management function at that time? 
I was. This was a startup. So um, as you know, in startups, uh, sometimes you have to wear many hats. And at the time, I came in to help build out a new product uh, line in the business around that. So I had to sort of be the, you know, be the uh, marketer, uh, product owner in, in business development uh, all in one. How much of the work you were doing at the time was marketing versus product management? I would say that very little product management, a good deal of product marketing. And okay. um, by there, I mean that uh, the sort of where I, I draw the line between those two are the product marketing, you might come up with the user stories, uh, what you want to achieve or what the outcome of the product would be. And then the, the technical product management would be um, somebody who takes those user stories and creates them into a feature, a set of features and works with the engineering teams um, on a more frequent and, and in-depth basis to sort of make sure that you know, what gets implemented actually satisfies those user stories. Sure. We often talk about Agile as a kind of substrate for better collaboration between marketing and product management. It sounds like you were working in an environment where it, it wasn't just a substrate. It was, in fact, those two organizations were really kind of put together in you as an individual who were tying those different functions together, which is great. That's a huge advantage. How did you scale that as the company grew? So I would say that, um, I mean, very organically, as new people came on board, if they weren't familiar with Agile, we did get them familiar with that. But at that point, I wasn't actually using Agile in any, in any other functions. So I was learning how to sort of engage in the Agile methodologies as I had to accurately interact with the development team. And, you know, that was my extent of the, of the involvement. It was really based on a specific project or a specific product rather than your team as a your organization as a whole said, hey, Agile is the way we're working. Correct. Yes, that's correct. And at the time, we still had a, uh, this was uh, more for a B2B kind of product line. We still had a B2C product line, and that was still running a very much a waterfall methodology. So let's spin the clock forward into maybe you could talk a little bit more about marketing, you know, sure. in roles where you had maybe the higher marketing content. The next startup I did, um, we were actually just a team of four. Uh, so there was myself serving as, um, you know, what you would call CEO, so the, all the operational aspects, but I also served as the chief product officer because what I did first was I went out and, well, sort of how I got there was at the, at the previous startup where I sort of got introduced to Agile, we ended up selling off the business line that we created. And uh, that gave me some, some money and time and opportunity to play around with the idea of, of um, you know, starting a company on my own. So I did sort of, I had some ideas, I engaged the market, so did some, some, what you know kind of market validation market research validation came up with some product ideas and then put the team together and raised some funding so it was um, just a team of four so i served as the chief product officer in that situation we also had a um, head architect who also headed up our development we used some offshore resources we had a uh, another guy that did basically marketing and some some elements of business development and a coder uh, we did work remotely we didn't have a central office so this uh, architect was actually the same one that introduced Agile at the previous company. He, of course, um, implemented an Agile development methodology, and we used the daily scrums as a way to all keep in sync. So we would do those over Skype every morning and gave us a, a way to keep in, in, in sync and in touch. We did get together every uh, two weeks for a sprint retrospective, so we were using two-week sprints. And so that was a way for us to keep connected and have, you know, and, and manage uh, the fast pace of this, this um, not just the product development, 
but also we would sort of discuss what customer opportunities we were working on, how that might affect the development uh, timeline, how to how we might want to reprioritize the features and, and structure the sprints. So during those uh, sprint retrospectives, a lot of the discussion was around these opportunities that we had in pipeline and what we needed to build out. So some at some point along the line, we just started adding in the marketing activities as well into the backlog um, and assigning it those to myself or this other marketing guy that we had. And it just sort of evolved into a way that we're prioritizing and tracking all the activities that we were doing. In a smaller environment with like four, three or four or five people, the one, you know, sort of one scrum, one sprint, one concurrent process can really work. I mean, can you share a story of a time when you, know, you were in an organization that was maybe a little bit bigger and then you know, there was, may have been marketing doing its thing and then product doing its thing? A good example of that would be at the last company um, I, I was at, which was Aptus Health. There, I uh, managed several product lines, and we all we had. Um, it was a little different in that we had product marketing was sort of embedded in each one of the product lines, and we had a corporate marketing function as well. So, corporate marketing actually became another cross organizational function that we uh, we had to utilize as as a resource. And we also had other people that throughout the organization that were key in, you know, providing functions to us to fulfill our, our product marketing objectives and strategies. So at that time, I'd sort of introduced Scrum, or excuse me, Agile methodologies to our team leaders. And in that case, I used sort of another, another sort of management process that I'll talk about a little later on today. And that allowed us to take the team leaders and put them into a, a Scrum situation where we sort of prioritize and burn down our strategic marketing objectives. Yeah, can you provide a little bit of context on Aptus Health's business? And also, it sounds like you were the person who introduced Agile. Can you talk a little bit about that process? And well, how yeah, you- so, well, I'll, I'll, I'll first say that I didn't introduce Agile because Agile was being used by the development teams. We actually were using a hybrid of Agile and Waterfall, I believe it was called Kaizen. And, it, and we, st- we had products that Agile was being used for, and, and, and we had pro- projects that Waterfall was being used for because the product was subject to regulation. And so when you throw in a sort of a validation stage, it kind of throws off the whole sort of cadence of, a, of an Agile um, a release. But what I, I think in, in this situation, this is where I sort of, in my, in my groups, I introduced Agile as a uh, sort of a management methodology for, for the marketing processes. Now, at, now, you asked uh, what Aptus did. Well, the best way to think of Aptus Health is a, it's a um, digital marketing technology company. So Aptus Health delivers engagement for pharmas uh, directly to HCPs and patients. So basically, it's uh, everything from serving up media to educational campaigns to um, having transactional systems to allow doctors and patients to get access to the right information at the right time. So we had very much an IT company with software as a service platforms. We had mobile applications. We had an ad serving network. And so there were these various divisions where these technologies and products came from that the company grew from through acquisition. So the company acquired these technologies in the team. And so the expertise about those products and those technologies were very much uh, segmented into those companies that got acquired. And so that's sort of how the product marketing function sort of retained in each one of those sort of product lines or business lines. It seems like actually a pretty complex internal structure. So when you talk about the implementation of Agile, would you say that it was kind of a siloed implementation? And did that 
cause challenges? Was that something that you know worked because you had entrepreneurial leaders like yourself just using Agile to have their groups be more productive? So we did have one engineering team across all these, well, mostly across all the all the product lines. And that came under an engineering leader that implemented Agile in some of the different product lines. So in that case, you know, engineering was aligned and, and, and we're picking Agile methodologies for, for the products that they could and, and, and it would make sense to use. But where I was in sort of the marketing function, that it was, um, you know, sort of left up to me for how I want to manage that function in those teams, right? Well, there's a lot of collaboration on the organizational goals across your organization. There wasn't necessarily a need for a lot of alignment in terms of how those organizational goals were actually ex- turned into tactics and executed, right? So I would say that maybe given time, some of what we were doing in best practice could migrate out to the rest of the company, but there wasn't a need or anything to, to drive that. So as you think about your organization, and you were in somewhat of a leadership role. You had a senior vice president title, is that correct? That's correct. Yeah, so, the best way to think about me is, uh, you know, titles were a little inflated there. So it was basically sort of a, a director. I had uh, three product lines with team leaders on each one of those, and then uh, people under them fulfilling various functions of digital marketing, product management and development. And then it was also sort of a dotted line report for the engineering functions. Imposing agile onto a team can be a bit easier if you're, you know, if you're the king, it's good to be the king. And as the expression goes, and you can say, okay, we're going to go agile. And then your direct reports don't necessarily have a choice, but you, you maybe you have to sell it across organizations to dotted line folks who are firmly in waterfall land. But how about looking up the organization, like your boss or you know, in the leadership team, were they aware that Agile was a your operating system or was it just you got results? And My boss was originally the chief product marketer uh, and then later became the chief sales officer. The CPO definitely was very familiar with Agile and had used it and was supportive of it. And um, But realized the limitations in, with some of the products that were uh, in, a, in a regulated, validated uh, environment. If I, if I've got what you really want to discuss is how we how we you know sort of bring agile into marketing, and really there, there I don't see a lot of the organizations I've been with I just don't see an understanding of of agile and its relation to the marketing and sales processes in the organization. I mean when you think about marketing it's a, it's a cross organizational function, and when you work in working cross functionally in an organization often presents a challenge where you have responsibility for some sort of a result or deliverable, but without really the authority over the resources you need to achieve that result, right? Yeah, correct. So what's nice about Agile is that it's a methodology that promotes processes that are structured, adaptive, and reiterative, and and it sort of encourages self-organization, teamwork, and accountability. Now, this makes, and and in that that sense, I think that it makes Agile methods really well suited to use in high-tech organizations where the ability to adapt to quickly changing you know, environments and requirements are important. And, and often when you think about that, that sort of characterizes the marketing function, right? I, I, you know, to some extent, you know, marketers are very process-oriented and very structured and very goal-driven and can, can create very detailed plans. But the reality is of our, of our work in marketing, we're often interrupt-driven, right? You, you have all of a sudden some presentation that the CEO needs to make. You have some sales comes to you with some with some problem and you, and you need to react. You have a customer that has some issues. So to that end, agile methodologies allow more effective deployment and optimization 
of human resources to sort of achieve your financial targets on a more frequent basis because usually it's you have quarterly reviews at, at best, right, where you're sort of reviewing where you're at and what you want to do going forward. But when you start introducing agile uh, in an environment within your own teams, you can sort of you can sort of start to get a more frequent check-in and a prioritization of what's important both for the long-term and short-term. And then what also that allows you to do is have a very clear backlog of priorities of what you're working on. And that makes it easy to share it out across your organization. You can say, here are the things that we're focused on and we need to achieve and we need your support on this next week, this next two weeks, this next six weeks, whatever, right? So it, it also provides a vehicle for a lot more clarity. And, you know, and since Agile is a little more structured and focuses you to think of these sprints, if, if you do it correctly, you, you have a little bit more, you have a little less tail wagging a dog. So, you know, a sales guy comes to you and says, oh, I need this presentation for my, my thing this week. And you can say, okay, well, here's what we agreed on that was the wildly important for this next two weeks and we're working on. Or you're saying that this is more important than all that. And if so, that's fine, but we're going to abnormally terminate what we're working on and, and those aren't going to get done. So is that what you want to do? Sure. And, yeah. and so it gives you it gives you a little more freedom in some sense to push back, but also it, it makes people sort of think about in context what the importance is of everything that people are doing. Yeah, that's definitely a common theme that comes up a lot. Using the Agile process as a, as a method or as a tool to have more merit-based conversation about what's being worked on and discuss the scope and merit of uh, any particular initiative. Before you jumped on the call, we were you alluded to something that we Frank and I were were talking about at the head of the call, which is how do you balance your your team's bandwidth so that, you know, there are these all there are these projects and initiatives that need attention that have backlogs, but as you said, sometimes there's stuff that comes up that needs to be addressed in the short term, you can try and fit it into your backlog. But sometimes those things that come up are also related to sort of more waterfall practices. And so one of the ideas that we've talked about in the past is basically saying to your your teams, you know, about 60% of your time is going to be focused on the agile process and maybe 40% of your time is going to be focused on these keeping the lights on oriented things that are more waterfall in nature. Yep. Just curious if you can speak to that, how how um, did you see that play out in your organization? And I guess just one add-on there is, you know, there are also folks that we've just talked to who have sort of teams, uh, an agile team whose sole purpose is to knock down discretionary stuff that does come up and it is out of process. Is that something that you've experimented with? Very good questions. I think, uh, and, and, and I think there's a couple aspects of that I might tackle. One is it, it's very it, it, to one degree it's very easy. What you do is you just create you know some back some room in the backlog. You say okay, let's say that for lack of a better term, I can I can work on ten story points this week. I'm going to reserve half of them for ad hoc. So I'm only going to I'm only going to commit to to five five of these, and that helps you a lot. It gives you bandwidth to sort of engage with the whirlwind in your organization. Those things that you don't know that's coming. Those those urgent things come up, but also it gives you time to to work on the things that need to get done. Now with that, you have to be very focused and structured to sort of protect that time that you've you've committed to working on, on that backlog. So what I what I do and what I encourage others to do is to block out time on your calendars. Someone comes to you and say, oh, we need you to participate in this meeting or we gotta create the disaster recovery plan. You say, great, you know, how's uh, two weeks out on Wednesday look? And you know, well, can't you do that this week? Well, uh, no, because I'm, I'm totally committed. 
So you have to sort of protect that time and block that time. What I see the engineering teams do, which worked really well for us, is we had we separated the backlog into two things. One was the critical, like the bugs. Those definitely needed to get fixed and done. And then we had the, the feature enhancements. And what we did was we sort of prioritized the bugs. But if the development team got through those bugs that we had put on a sprint in a week, they could go to that feature enhancement backlog. And since we had that groomed and prioritized, they, they could just pop things right off it and start working on it. And so that gave them the flexibility to uh, have some time to sort of fix the leaks in the boat, but also sort of build out some more bells and whistles that would get us further. So you had alluded to earlier the idea of how you brought Agile into your organization. You sort of teased an idea and you said you'd share it with us a little bit later. Sure. That was how you brought Agile and how you got your team leads up to speed in Agile? You brought up two different environments here in the call. One is the sort of smaller team these are small groups, maybe startups, or early stage companies, and it's easy for you to get in, into agile. And then you have the larger organizations where they're maybe more dispersed or you've got a lot more projects going on. So in the first case, it's kind of simple. What I did was at once at you know one startup that I did a couple years ago, basically what I did was I went out and got a tack board and some four by six index cards. And then I wrote all the sort of marketing priorities and sort of the ta- uh, tactical deliverables on these index cards worked with my team to say, okay, based on you know the business that we're looking at here in the pipeline, how should we prioritize them? And then I went to the head of development and said, you know, assign some hardness points to these. And then what I did with my my marketing team is we would create a, a backlog of features that we would ask the the uh, engineers to put into their into the product for the next releases. What we also started to do is to put our marketing activities up on the, on the scrum board as well. So that um, every day when we came in, we could look at that and know exactly what we needed to get done in the week. We, we were doing one week sprints for marketing. And we also had a, a, a very visible way of when somebody came into the office or into the area to sort of engage them in terms of what we were doing and how what they're doing sort of affected that um, and what we were counting on them for. But we also had a, a column on the board that was called blocked. So if anything got blocked for a deliverable, uh, we could call people's attention to it. We know that we needed to sort of work, either focus some time on getting it unblocked or getting some support. When I got into a larger organization, that worked as well. But then you start needing more tools to sort of formalize the communication of those things out. So when you start looking at things like Redmine or, or you know, Jira for, for marketing, marketing is already using some tools, uh, you know, all sorts of tools. And do, the, do, you, do you really want to introduce one more tool? So in that case, just putting stickies up on a wall somewhere or, you know, uh, in, in index uh, cards on a, on a tack board can, can work really well. What I found in the larger organizations was sort of a, a marriage of sort of management by objectives and um, agile marketing. And I got introduced to a process called 4DX or four disciplines of execution. And so that sort of allowed me to to give a framework for um, agile marketing, and I'll sort of explain that for you. So we we sort of see agile methodologies as sort of a core enabling process that pervades all parts of the organization, right? Um, and it's really becoming sort of more like a, a tool that everybody uses, like like Office or the cell phone. So it's, it's an enabler as opposed to it's agile. It's sort of a, a way of thinking and a way of, a way of working. And so when we, so you can start, thinking of stop thinking of agile as a process limited to just the development or marketing, but you can kind of see it as pervasive throughout the whole organization as a tool that lines the organization. So one of the tools that actually 
was sort of designed to do that sort of alignment was called the four disciplines of execution. What the four disciplines of execution gave me uh, gave me as a tool was a way to actually implement it so that it was easy and it worked. So 4DX, the first principle, is focused on the wildly important. So you, you sort of define your marketing objectives into the wildly important. Achieve $15 million revenue this year. How are we going to do that? We're going to improve the product. We're going to improve the market, the Marcom um, and, the, uh, and the, the customer engagement. And we're going to improve. We're going to put automation in to improve our efficiency in digital marketing. Then you have to sort of act on your lead measures so you know what they you need to know what they are. So it's not just uh, getting more leads, but are you getting more interaction with that material that you're putting up online? You know, are you getting people you know between this this the stages? That allows people to keep focus on the wildly important, have lead measures to measure that. You keep a compelling scoreboard, and you create accounts of capability. And those last two are very much just like Agile Scrum. The scoreboard is, is sort of your backlog and your sprint mm-hmm. retrospectives. In the cadence of accountability, that's your sprint retrospectives and your daily scrums. Great. Well, we'll have to, off for the show notes, get a, get our hands on those four, the 4DX. It's kind of an interesting sure. model. I mean, it clearly focuses finding those top three epics. It's always from my team. I can speak firsthand and I'll speak for Roland, but it, that focus has always been the big benefit of working with an Agile methodology. Well, Pete, thanks for joining us today. I mean, this has been a really great conversation and shared some some views and not too dissimilar to some of our earlier guests, but still, it's interesting to see we're doing it in a smaller organization as well, in a bigger as well as a bigger organization. Just as a reminder to our listeners, you can find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Roland, I, I need to update. I need to make sure we stay on the Sound SoundCloud wagon so we can keep our building our audience there as well. If you have a story to tell, if you have something, a unique way you're using Agile in your marketing team and want the world to know about it, reach out to Roland at rsmartly on Twitter or me at Tangy Slice. Well, thanks again, Pete, for joining us today. And to everyone out there, please stay Agile.